We're at on the top line. <clears throat> so we're discussing the psalm in an esrog. So we're in the middle. We're up to nisdak nikave. So if the lulav is cracked or it gets a hole. So we're going to discuss nikave for a little bit. So tani ula barchanina nikave nekev mefulash b'mashehu. So remember the Mishnah. There, this is part of the groups, uh, the grouping of things where there was a tzad puzzle and a tzad uh, uh, kosher. So in the Mishnah we said nisdak nikev v'chaser kol shehu puzzle. So if it's missing, if the if the esrog is now chaser because it got a hole, then it's going to be puzzle. Okay. However, nikev v'loy chaser kol shehu kosher. So if it if if it gets nikev right, if it gets uh, a hole, but it's not missing anything. So what's that example? That's an example of um, kind of like a dent. If the astro gets dented, something gets pushed into it, so then it's not chaser, right? It just gets, it gets uh, poked, but it doesn't necessarily. So now, tani ulabachanina, nikev nekev mefulosh b'mashehu. So if there's a hole that goes, it goes through, it pierces. If the, if the hole pierces, then it will pass with mashehu. Vishe'enai mefulosh, right? But if it's more like a dent, then... That which we said it's going to be okay is bike iser, up to the size of an iser coin. Okay, however, if it's larger than an iser, even if nothing, even if nothing is missing, right, even if it's just a dent, then it's going to be a problem. Okay, so we went through in the Mishnah, we had all nisdak, nikave, right, we had all these different psalm of an esrog. So now we want to know what happens if within the esrog you have simone trefa. Like an animal, right? We know that an animal, if it has certain um, injuries, so it is considered a trefa. Okay, if you shech the animal, uh, it's not kosher because it was going to die because of these, in- these injuries. So now, so what's the shiloh? What, what specifically are you asking? Okay, how do, how do we line up, right? We have to line up things from an animal to an esrog. So, if you want to talk about that one of the things that's, that's brought up by an animal is that the animal is skinned. Let's say you skin the animal alive, so it's not going to live. An animal can't live without hide, okay? And therefore, it's, it's going to, right? So, so then the Mara says, okay, well, we discussed that. Tanina, we already discussed that, if you remember, at the end. Yesterday, we said, what happens if you peel the esrog <coughs> like a hina sumka? Looks like a red date, right? I mean, it's totally peeled. We said, it's okay. If it's spots, and then we said, it's not good because we have a soul of menomer. Inisdak. If it gets cracked, tanina, that we also learned, right? So what is the, the nisdak by an animal is the gargaris, the windpipe that gets cracked. So again, that's going to be a psal trefa. If an animal has a cracked windpipe, it's not uh, long for this world, and that's going to be a psal trefa. So we already discussed, right? We said that nisdak is puzzle, we said in our Mishnah. Now, in cave, if it gets some sort of hole, again, we discussed it. Tanina, right? So by the animal, what is cave if its brain, the cartilage or the membrane in its brain gets, um, gets pierced. So again, the animal is not going to live. So we already discussed what the dinim are for Nikiv. So why are you coming and asking, what happens if your esrog has simone trefa? What simon of a trefa are you looking for that we haven't already addressed? So the Gemara says, Kikom and Bayelei, for the following simone trefa. Rea is a lung. Shenishpecha kikitain. So, if, if the lung, um, it's a lush enough, pours like a flask, meaning that the, the um, flesh of the lung 
the tissue, I would say, of the lung has dissolved. So it's turned into liquid. Your lung turned into liquid. So that's what we call nishpachakikita, and it pours out like a, from a pitcher. Right? It's dissolved to the point. The lung is dissolved to the point where you've lost the tissue. So we say kshera. It is actually kosher. Rava, as long as, one caveat, v'hutikaima simpunaha. If its bronchial tubes are still intact, so then the animal has the ability to heal. Right? In other words, when does it become a trefa? When the injury to the animal is too great that it can't come back from it. So since its bronchial tubes are still intact, so it's the simpana, so it could get fixed. So now, ha loikaimi simpana, if the bronchial tubes are not intact, right? If the whole thing's dissolved to the point where you no longer have bronchial tubes, then trefa. So now we ask, hachamai, when it comes to an esroig, what is the deal, right? What is the halacha going to be? Meaning, if the esroig itself, the inside of the esroig has uh, dissolved, but it has still the, what the Rashi refers to as the chadre hazera, where the seeds are. So meaning you can shake the esroig and you see that it's like swish, sw- uh, sw- swishing around inside. So you know that the, in part, the inside of the esroig has dissolved, but it's got Chadre Hazera. Not sure exactly how you know, how you know, but however, or, or I don't know, afterwards, if you cut it open and you see, okay, were you yitzer or not? But the point is that if you have an esteric that's structured like that, so what's the deal going to be? So the Gemara says, Dilma, so we're going to try to compare this to Trefa, right? So we're trying to compare an esteric with a dissolved inner core to a lung with a dissolved inner core, that the, just like the lung has its bronchial tubes we say it's okay, so too by an esrog, if it has its chadre hazera, right, the, the housing for the seeds, that we would say it's okay, we're comparing and lining the two cases up. So if by, if by trefo we said it's going to be okay, if it has the bronchial tubes, that's what Rava said, what about here? Hachamai. Dilma hasam hu vira. Maybe the only reason why a lung, where we said that it's not going to be a trefa, is because it's not exposed. It's inside the body cavity. And therefore, hadar bari. So the body has a way of regenerating. Aval hacha vira. Right, it's already cut from the tree. And it's, it's exposed to the elements, right? It's, it's not living in a cocoon. It's not inside of a cavity. So sruche misreches. So it's spoiled. It's done for. Oidilma leishna. Right? Now, are we going to say that, if, are we going to look at its ability to regenerate? And obviously an esrog that's cut doesn't have the ability to regenerate and therefore it's no good. Or do we say that no, that if it matches the Semana Trefa, it's going to be okay. Is it, isn't that Rova's That he would say that it's, it's dependent on the bronchial tubes? Right. So the reason why it's dependent on the bronchial tubes is because it can get better. So, right, but correct. And that's because the, 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 the game by a trefa is that if it's going to die, then you have a problem. But by an esrog, every esrog is eventually going to get spoiled. So I, th- I think, right, I mean, it's hard to, and you're, you're starting on a good point because it's really hard to understand how we're comparing these two things, right? The esrog here is cut from the tree. It doesn't have a life, a life source. So now, right, so, so then how are you judging it? So I think you have to look at, we're, we're looking at it, Maybe and this is maybe what we're looking at it is that eventually the esrog we know every esrog is going to die, right? I mean it's cut from the tree. It only has its limited life anyway. So the question is, is this good enough to be considered hanging on to life? Is it good enough to be hanging on to life? Or by trefa, is it because it has the ability to get better? By esrog, you never have the ability to get better, so we don't care. Maybe that's not a factor here at all. I think that's what the Gemara is trying to understand. Tashima, esrog tafuach saruach. So an esrog that is, it's really two lashinas of spoiled, 
One is more swollen, one's more spoiled. But we're seeing, we're going to see the fact that we say an esrog that is spoiled and spoiled. Kavush is if it's pickled. Shalok if it's boiled. Kushi, an esrog is a black esrog. Lavan, a white one. Umenumer, and it's spotted. So then these are all psalm. So these esrog might be puzzle. Esrog kikador, if it's round like a ball, puzzle. Right, and looks like a round ball is possible. The af hatiyum. Okay, that also an esrog that is conjoined, like a Siamese esrog, right? It's like a double esrog. Um, esrog habayser. Now, what about an esrog that's really, really tiny, like it's unripe? Like a baiser is a lashon of kapul halavan, right? It's an un, it's an unripe uh, grape. So if it's right, it's very small. Rabbi Kiva Let's say you went ahead, you had an esrog tree, and you put the sapling, right, the, the, where the fruit started to grow, into a mold. So you wanted to shape your esrog so that it turned into a different shape. You want to shape it like a, like a square or like a triangle. Right? So you put it into a mold so then the esrog will grow within the mold. So God you made it look not like an esrog. An esrog has a pretty specific, right? It's, it's kind of like cylindrical, right? And it's got its ridges and it has all the uh, edger. you tried to make your esrog look like a square. Okay, um, puzzle. Katani mias. Okay, but what do we see from the first part of this price? Now it's, we're going to go through every single one of these cases in a second here. But right now we're learning from the beginning. What did the Bryce say? Tafuach saruach. Two types of spoiled is going to be puzzle. Katani mias tafuach saruach. My love tafuach mivachutz v'saruach mibefnim. So doesn't this mean tafuach mean from the outside? And why are we listening? Why are we listing two different types of spoiled? Spoiled from the outside. Spoiled from the inside. So what does spoiled from the inside mean? Even though the outside is still makayim. If the inside is spoiled, meaning like our case, that the esrog has like simani reya, right, the, the, like the lung, that it would be possible. And that's why we're saying two lishainais. Okay, that the kemin, right, the, the, what is spoiled from the inside, that's like a reya, like a lung, right, that it's dissolved, that it pours like water from a flask. So the Gemara says, Really, we're saying, we're not talking about the inside getting spoiled. We're just talking about the outside here. But like Kasha, there are two different types of spoiled. One, Tafach is, and Rashi brings two Lashinas here. It says one is like, it's, Tafach is a Lashin of bloated, that meaning rain, water fell on it. So the water gets absorbed in. So now it gets like all bloated and yucky like that. Um, so that is, one is like swollen and one is, uh, even though it didn't get spoiled, it would still be a problem. That's one way Rashi learns. Or the other way Rashi learns is, maybe a simpler way is, is it's rotten without smelling bad. It smells bad and not rotten. Bottom line is, we have two different types of spoiled for two different types of outer spoilage. And we're not discussing inner spoilage at all. And therefore you can't compare, we don't answer our Shaila um, by, by, uh, from an esrog that if it's nishbechal kikitain, right, if the in, insides of the esrog dissolve, so we're not going to, um, we're not going to answer that challenge. But let's go, we're going to go back into the bryson now. We're going to discuss all the rest of these cases in the bryson. Amar mar, esrog kushi puzzle. So a black esrog is puzzle. Batanya kushi kosher. A black one is kosher. Doimel kushi puzzle. If it looks like a kushi, it's going to be puzzle. So what's going on over here? We have conflicting bryces. One bryce says that a black esrog is O. Okay, and one Bryce says that a black esrog is not okay. And by the way, our Mishnah said a black esrog is not okay. Right? Our Mishnah said kushi as well. Esrog a kushi puzzle. Okay, so that we can throw that one into the mix. Bottom line is we have two different svaras. So Amar Abaya, Abaya answers, ki tanan nami masnisin, doima kushi tanan. 
okay, that what are we talking about? We're talking about doyme lakushi. Okay, what we're saying is like this, that if, uh, uh, let's say, so kushi, let's say so you have an African esrog that grows black. Okay, so the African esrog grows black, so that's normal in, in the place where you have African esrog. But in Eretz Yisrael, where the esrogim are supposed to look yellow, so then being black is a psul. Now it's a, it's a bad esrog. Okay, so that, and that's how our answer, depends. That's, that, that's, that's a bias answer. So what we're saying is, if you have an, a true African esrog that grew in Africa black, then it's fine, because it's a good esrog for that region. It's a good fruit. If you have a, an esrog that grew in Eretz Yisrael and it's black, then you got a problem. Or, Rava says a different answer. Rava, Malikasha, Holon, Vahalahu. And he says it's a little different. He said it depends on who the person is using this esrog. If you're from Eretz Yisrael, so since what you're used to or what, what's normal for you is a yellow esrog, so then that's what you got to use. If you're from B'nai Bavel, which are very close to Africa, Rashi explains, then they could use a black esrog. So it depends on the person that Rava seems to be saying. However, Rashi at the end says that Rava would hold, that whoever would agree that, if, that even a person from Bavel, who's allowed to use a Kushi esrog, he can't use a kushi esrog that came from Eretz Yisrael. Because again, that's bad esrog. Okay? Next. Esrog habayser. So we had a machlekes. Rabbi Kiva paiso. Again, if it's un, like an unripe grape. It's tiny and it's unripe. Rabbi Kiva paiso. Rabbi Kiva paiso. Amar Rabba. Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Shimon. Amru davar echad. So Rabbi Kiva who said you can use an unripe esrog for your mitzvah's esrog. Okay? I'm sorry. That he says you cannot use, Rabbi Kiva Paisel, you cannot use an unripe esrog. And Rabbi Shimon hold the same sheet. Rabbi Kiva Hadamran, right? That was our rice over here. Rabbi Kiva said esrog habayser is possible. Rabbi Shimon Mahi Ditanan, we see by, by, by Shvius, Rabbi Shimon Poiter Esrogim, by Meiser, sorry, that he pottered the esrogim bekoitanan when they are too small. Meaning if it's too small, like Baiser, if it's too small, then it's not together a fruit, and therefore you don't have to give meiser on it. So, and again, so to by esrog, Rabbi Kiva, we're trying to align these two shitas, saying they hold the same thing. Rabbi Kiva holds that if it's a baiser, it's too small, it's unripe, it doesn't have a status of an esrog fruit, and therefore you can't use it for esrog. Amalei Abaya, Abaya says, no, not true. Dilmalahi, you can't compare these two shitas. Ad kanloi kam Rabbi Kiva, hacha. Rabbi Kiva here said that you cannot use an, a baiser for an esrog. You have a hadar issue. It is a fruit, so Rabbi Akiva could hold that you would. Since this is a fruit, you have to give Meiser on it. But it's just a hitter issue. <clears throat> Maybe he taka holds like the Rabbanon, that it is, it's really a fruit, and you would give Meiser on it. Inami, or from the other side, that there's specifics, specific rules about how to give Meiser. What does that mean? That when it says Meiser, it says that we just had in this last week's parsha, right? That, um, that it, it has, you are only high of Meiser when it's as a person takes it out, okay? Meaning that it, is, it has the status of a ripe fruit. But here, he holds like the Rabbanon again, so maybe just because you cannot compare Rabbi Shimon by Meiser to Rabbi Akiva by Esrog, and yes, they both hold that something unripe would be unfit for Meiser and for Esrog, but you can't necessarily say that they would agree when it comes to, to the others, the other Shita uh, Rabbi Shimon by Esrog and Rabbi Akiva by Meiser. Visu says the Gemara of Sulaimidi, nothing to discuss over here. Finished, right? You cannot. 
Right? You're wrong. You cannot put. You cannot say that these two sheets are aligned. They are not necessarily aligned. Okay. Next, So again, if you took your esrog and you put it into a mold, but also come in and you turned it into a different uh, creature, a different shape. So possible. It's going to be possible. Is, now, is this similar to genetic modifications? No, no, no. I think it's 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 physical. Right. In other words, we're just turning it into a different shape where it doesn't look like an esrog. Okay. That. that you'd have a separate whole issue. That gets into grafting esrogim and you'd have a separate soul. Right? That, this is easier. Right? This is what we're saying. It's a real bonafide esrog. It just looks like, it's an, it looks like a square. It looks like a triangle. Right? You put it into a mold and you had it grow within that mold. So now, Amarava, Loishano Elokim in Beriacheres. So the Bryson, when it said Beriacheres, has to look like a totally different creation. But if it looks like an esrog, you put it in an esrog. Let's say you wanted to have like one you know, you want to have one shape, right? You don't want to create competition. You don't want to have a bunch of people sitting over there looking for their shape of the esrog. So you said, you know what? You're going to put them all into a mold. And um, this way, every esrog will grow to the exact same specifications. So he says, that's kosher. So the Gemara says, pshita, why should that be a problem? You're not, right? And says, what, what, what should be the problem with that? So the Gemara says, pshita, came in beriacheres tanan, right? Or tanya. It said, the Bryce only said it's a problem if you turn it into something else like it looks like a totally different, like a totally different thing. So the Gemara says, like, Tzricha Davida Dape Dape. So Rashi says that you made, come on, crush him, crush him, gain Gilgal Shere Chaim Shamayim, right? That you made the Esrog like uh, very deep ridges. Every Esrog has like ridges, right, around it and uh, within it. And that gives, it defines the fruit. So what you did was you made such deep ridges that it's like, uh, it still looks like the shape of an Esrog, but it's like a caricature. It's, it's like, it looks like a cartoon Esrog. Right? That's how like, deep the ridges are. So you, you just made it so far out of whack, even though it still looks like an esrog, we're saying, and we're saying that it will be okay. And that's the chiddish here. That even though it doesn't look, it's, it's only a problem in Bria but if you made it like a weird looking or a hyper, um, you know, uh, uh, specific esrog, right, in regards to the ridges, so um, it would be okay. Itmar. Okay, so let's see our next thing over here. Esrog shenakvu achbarim. Let's say, right, you had a, a wheat, rodents went ahead and ate, right, they put holes in it. They ate out of the esrog. Okay, they left it out and they poked holes in it. Amar rav ein ze hader. It's not hader. In fact, the Gemara really, and therefore you can't use it. Aini, is that true? V'har Chanina matpil ba, v'nafak ba. So Rav Chanina took an esrog, he dipped it in some dip, and he took a bite out of it, and then used it for the mitzvah. Okay? Rebchanina kasha masnisen. One second. Our Mishnah said, can't have a hole. So what are you talking? How could you say that you took a, a bite out of your esrog and then used it to be yaitza? So the Gemara says, Rebchanina kasha masnisen. So bishlam masnisen Rebchanina le kasha kambiyantav vishin kambiyantav shayni. So we can answer it. And the way Rashi explains here is that Rebchanina held anyantav, anyantav, rishain, right? Or everybody holds. You need not just Hadar, but you need a concept of what's called a Lekichatama. It needs to be a complete Esra. However, Lekachtem Lachem means Lekichatama. It needs to be complete. Tama. However, Biyantav uh, Sheni, he says, Kambiyantav Sheni, it would be okay. It's only Lekachtem Lachem by Yomarishan that would be a problem. But Biyantav Sheni, it wouldn't be a problem. Elul Rav Kasha. Okay, but Rav, that has a separate issue of, he calls it Hadar would be a problem. So then how could you understand how Rav Hanina was able to eat from it? He said, you can't. Achbarim are puzzled. What do you mean? 
It's only the kichatama issue. How are you making it a hadar issue? So the Gemara says, Amar lach rav, shani achbarim demi isi. Okay, that it's mais, and therefore, and therefore, right, and we're going to go with the, the, the cadre of Rishonim, like Rashi and Tosha seem to say here, that hadar is a psal. What's the difference? Like kichatama, that's only psal in your mission. Hadar is a psal on all the days. And therefore, he says that an esrog missing a little bit is not necessarily a psalm hadr. It depends on how it got missing. If you ate it, right? So then it's not so disgusting. You cut off a piece, a nice, let's assume you cut off a piece, right? Cut off a nice piece and you're not a germaphobe. Okay, so you know, but either way, you went ahead, and it's just because it's missing a piece, it's just only a tama issue, but it's not necessarily a hadr issue. But if the, if achbar meet it, if rodency from it, so then you have a hadr issue. Now again, we mentioned that we're going like the Rishayim that hold that hadr would be a psal for all seven days. The Rambam and others hold that hadr is not a psal in all seven days. So for them, you need to answer this. Um, the other Mepharshim asked a question here is how could we know that uh, it's muktzah? Right? It's muktzah. So how could Rechanina have eaten this esrog? No, no. So the simple answer they say is that really this wasn't the esrog that he had originally. That he had another esrog. This one was designated for Achila. And that's why he ate from it. Right? It was, it wasn't, he wasn't just being, being cute. And something happened to his other esrog. Right? He got uh, whatever. Something happened to his other esrog. So now he wants to use this. So what we're saying is he used this esrog. Fine. Ikadamri. So that is one way of learning that Rav is differentiates that if the Akbarim put a hole in it, again, not like Kichatam issue, do we have a Hidr issue? If the Akbarim put a hole in it, we have a Hidr issue. If, if, someone took a, if someone ate a part of it, we don't have a Hidr issue and therefore it's okay. Igadami or the second Lashon Amar Rab Zeh Hadar. It is Hadar. Why? And now we bring Rechanina as a Raya. It makes no difference of how the hole got there. Either way, it would still be Hadar. Rechanina Mat Bilba by he ate from it, he dipped it, he ate from it, and he used it for the mitzvah. So again, uh, in the second lashon, we're just going through this process again. How could we, we just brought Rokhani Zaraya, how could we say that he went ahead and used an esper, that a part's missing? We said, Nistak uh, Nikave, right? We said it's possible. So the Gemara says, like, Kasha Kam Yantav Rishan, Kam Yantav Shani. Yantav Rishan, that's a problem because of Kichatama. And Yantav Shani, that is not a problem. So we'll, we're going to finish up to the Mishnah here. So back in the Mishnah, there's just one missing case the Gemara didn't have. I just wanted to. Um, we said, Hayarak Kikarti, Rameyar Machshir, Yehuda Paisel, if it's green. Right? Rameyer holds its, its kosher, Rabbi Huda Apostles. If you remember, the Gemara discussed this before. We brought down this to try to bring a raya, whether Rabbi Huda holds hadr or not. Now, um, we said, must be Rabbi Huda. How could Rabbi Huda say it's puzzle? If Rabbi Huda must be, he holds a hadr. So the answer is that no. We say that no. Why is Rabbi Huda saying green like a leak is going to be puzzle? Is because it has not, uh, it's not, it doesn't have a dinner of a fruit yet. Okay? But, and like I, I spoke this, I don't know if anybody listened to the recording, but we said over there that. If it, the esrog, the only time a problem, according to the Sukkot Yehuda, is if it's green, meaning it doesn't have a status of a fruit, but if it starts to turn a little bit yellow, so we know that it's already, it's just going through the process, so then it does have a dinner of a fruit and it would be okay, even when it's yellow. Okay. Um, so anyways, then we discussed the next psalm, so now we're up to uh, esrog katan. So what is the shear of an esrog katan? Again, Rameyer said ke'egois, and Rabbi Yehuda holds kebeza. So Rabbi Meir says it's going to be a walnut, much smaller. Rabbi Yehuda says in order to be a kosher esrog, it has to be larger, it has to be kebeza. So, Amar Rafa and Rapapa, kemachlikis kan, kachmachlikis ba'avonim me korzalis. If you were smiling before, you can smile now. Okay, the, the machlikis, um, uh, the machlikis here, in regards to what is the minimum size for an esrog, is the same machlikis in regards to how large of, of stones 
can I use? So stones are muchzas machmos gufay on Shabbos. So the din is, in those days, they did not have uh, uh, toilet paper. So they used to use, when they went to the bathroom, they used to use stones. So now the question is, um, how large of stones, okay, or, um, <clears throat> so what we say is like this. They, so what they would do is we said within Daladamas on Shabbos, you know, within Daladamas you're allowed to carry. And in regards to tiltal, right, because we say stones are mukhtamaskufam, so we say because of covered abrias, because you need to, when you go to the bathroom, it's a covered abrias issue, you need to be able to, uh, to wipe off any tzaya that you have. So um, you could use these stones. So the question is, how large of stones am I allowed to take with me to the bathroom. So there, the Tanina, we learned, the Tanina, we learned in Abraisa, B'Shab is Gimel Avonim, Mekorzeloi's three wiping stones, Motor L'Hachnes, Sobeis HaKise, Ekamishir, and how large could they be? Remeir, Oimer, Ke'egois. Now here, where Remeir, in our mission was Lakula, he said the minimum size for an Esra is Ke'egois, that's a small size. Here he's saying it's, it's, it's L'Chomra. It's the same Achikis, but it's the other, they hold the exact opposite. Remeir holds that you can only take like an Egois size. If it's any bigger than an Egois, you can't use it, you can't take it to the bathroom. With you, Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, Kibetza, that you can even take up to a kibetza size. So it's the same achlekes, but what it turns out is Rameir here is the Kula, Rabbi Huda here is the Chumrah, and over there Rameir is the Chumrah, and Rabbi Huda is the Kula. You can take a larger stone with you. Uva Gadol, right? And we said, what is the maximum shear of an Esrig? So this, again, we've discussed, we're not going to go too far into it over here, but we've discussed that um, Rabbi Huda holds, you have to be able to hold two esrogim in one hand because your lulav has to be in your right hand, your esrogim in the left hand, in case you put them in the wrong hands, you have to be able to swap them without dropping it. And uh, Rabbi Kiva held, sorry, Rabbi Yesi held, afilo echad b'shtei yad, it could be so large that even if you need two hands to carry it, it would still be okay. Uvagadol k'deshi echaz, tanya amr Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi says, maesab Rabbi Akiva, shabala b'shtei yad, Rabbi Yesi is trying to bring a riot to Shita, that Rabbi Akiva once showed up to the shul, the esreg al kisvay, the esreg was on his shoulders, that's how large it was, he had to carry it on his shoulders. So amr lai, uh, uh, Rabbi Huda said, ah, so you're trying to ask a kasha on me from there? Misham af heim they actually, in fact, they told him, Hadar, that this, is, this, this would be a problem of Hadar. This is not an asterisk of Hadar. And um, I think we'll stop here. And we'll start from the next Mishnah tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll start maybe a little bit earlier and we'll go to the Mishnah on Lamed Ches. So... Um, to review. To review. Okay, so we started, we said, Nisdak, Nikav, it's a chaser kol shuhu. if it gets a hole and it's missing, then it's going to be possible. If it's only missing a little bit, it's going to be kosher. And Ulav said, that which we said, that if it's not, I'm sorry, if it's not missing anything, loy chaser kol shuhu, if it's not missing anything, that it's going to be kosher, is only if it's pachos miki iser. But if it's more than an iser, it's going to possible, even though it's not missing anything. Okay, and we said that mafulash, if it goes through, that would possible if it's chaser kol shuhu. Then we asked the Shiloh, what happens by Esrig if you have Simani Trefa? We said, which one is it? We discussed pretty much all of them except for Reya Shanish Bechakikitai. That if the lung uh, has dissolved, and Rabbah said, if the bronchial tubes are still there, so it's going to be kosher. So we want to know, so too by Esrig, if the ins- insights have dissolved, but um, it still has the equivalent of the bronchial tubes, the, uh, where the, the housing the, uh, of the, where the seeds are. Will that be okay? In other words, do we say that it's only by Rhea because it's inside the body cavity, therefore it has the ability to 
Halder Bari, to get better, to, to, to right, rejuvenate itself, or regenerate, rejuvenate itself, or do we say that, no, it makes no difference, we're going to go based on what the status is, and we try to bring Raya from Esrik Tafuach, Saruach, which launches into a whole host of other psalm, okay? And the Havamina was, right, that if I have two, one is for the outside, one is the inside of spoilage. And we said, no, that um, it's also, Sarach is also on the outside. Two different ways of understanding Rashi. Either one is spoiled but not smelly, or one is bloated but not spoiled, okay? Uh, and they're, they're both referring to the outer part of the ex, uh, uh, esrig, okay? And therefore, we didn't answer our Shiloh. But we did discuss esrig kushi. We said it's possible. Now we asked, in, and like our Mishnah also said it's possible, we asked in the Bryce, what do you mean? Bryce, the Bryce said it's kosher. So Abayah said, we had two answers. Abayah and Rabbah, Abayah said, if it's doyme kushi, meaning it grows black in Eretz Yisrael, then it's going to be possible. But a kushi, it's a black esrog from where black esrog didn't come from, so then it's going to be okay. Rabbah says that um, it depends for who. So Eretz Yisrael, they can only use an esrog that's, that's, that's a yellow, you know, yellow one. Okay? Um, but Bumnei Babel, it's going to be kosher because they, they use black ones. They're familiar with it. For them, it's not considered strange. However, as Rashi points out, that a black one that grew in Eretz Yisrael, even for B'nai Bavo, would be possible. We said Esra Kabbaisa... So this Rav is talking about when they're in Eretz Yisrael and in Bavo, respectively, that Eretz Yisrael goes to Bavo, he would still not be able to use it or he would be able to use it for she. He says. I don't know what, what happened. I don't know what happens if he went somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know what happens if he went somewhere else. What would happen? But he's saying that by, by region, right, it depends on the region. Um, so um, <clears throat> next, we said, uh, we had a machlekis in regards to Esrik HaBaiser, if it's, if it's unripe, if you keep apostled. And Rabbi Shimon held it was kosher. Rabbi came along and tried to say Rabbi Kiva, who apostles an esrog abaiser as unripe, is like Rabbi Shimon that holds uh, an esrog is potter from meiser bekoitinon, right? When it's a go again, also unripe or too small. And Abayah says, no, you can't compare it because each one has its own specific din. Esrog has a din hader, and maybe that's why, really, Rabbi Kiva would hold it's a fruit, but it's a hader issue. Or by meiser, Rabbi Shimon would hold it. No, by meiser, there's a specific din that it needs to be as, as people are Moitzi and Lizria, okay? And therefore, it has a, it has a higher bar, and therefore, you can't say that Rekiva and Rishimen are the same shita. Sulaimidi. Okay, and then we said, if you grow it in a mold, we said, Kimen Beria Herz, can be possible, but if it still looks like an asterisk, even if it has supersized ridges, um, it's going to be kosher. We said, what happens if Nakbu Achbarim? Rab said in the first Lushan, it's not harder because it's Mois, okay? And it's going to be possible even uh, Bishani. And in the second lashon, he said it is hadar, like like Reb Chanina means we don't care. In the second lashon, he said we don't care how it got missing. It's just an asterisk that's missing pieces is not a problem. It's only a problem on your mission that you need a kichatama. What happens if we said yarkekarti? That was machlekes from if it's very very green. Rameir and Reb Yehuda shir asterisk katan. We said Rameir is keegos. Reb Yehuda said it's kebeitza. We said that it's the same machlekes by every makurzalos. However, over there the shitas are um, where Rameir here is saying the smaller shita and it's the kula, and Rameir Yehuda is the larger shita and it's the chumra. Over there, Rameir the smaller shita is the kul, is the chumra, saying you could only take a stone that is up to the bathroom, it's up to the size of an egg And we said, what about a large esrog? We brought to Machlekes, Rabbi Yehuda says that you have to be able to fit two, so you can swap them if you put them in the wrong hands without dropping. Rabbi Yehuda says, even if it requires uh, both hands, and we had, Rabbi Yehuda tried to bring a raya, that we have this story from Rabbi Kiva, that he came in to shul with an esrog on his shoulder. Rabbi Yehuda said, no raya, they told him, that's not a hother.